Merry Christmas, strangers. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) As always, coming at you from the... As always, coming to you from the old school. <laughs> no, I prefer to come at them. <laughs> coming like, at them. Come at them, like, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> coming to you from the old school media studio. It is Christmas Eve. Uh, snow is falling outside, I and wish. we have a roaring fire in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> None of that is true. I was gonna say, if there's a fire, I yeah. Can't get a, if there's a fire, don't open. If there's a, if there's a fire, that means our space heater tipped over. <laughs> and we are dying of smoke inhalation yeah. right now. <laughs> but Merry Christmas, you guys! Yes, Merry Christmas. We wanted to get together to do a little Christmas episode for you because a lot of people were upset that we were going to be gone mm-hmm. for so long. So we wanted to give you a little something. It's our gift to you. So as always, I am Curdy Kloss, <laughs> and I am joined by my lovely and frosty co-host Krista Kringle uh frosty frosty okay that's fine okay that's fine. i'm just gonna be a real bitch to the rest of the episode. <laughs> be a real ice princess yeah <laughs> <laughs> would you call me though krista kringle krista kringle oh i'll take it oh, that's nice. not so bad. i like kringle have you ever had kringle, kringle from good. racine or wherever yes. it's from yes. is it racine or is it kenosha i think it's racine okay like cherry Kringle. If you don't know what Kringle. it is, people Google it. It's a pastry. I think it's like a Wisconsin thing. It's, I think a lot of yes. other places don't have it. Right. And it's very specific to that area too. It's like a big round pastry. Flaky pastry that has <laughs> it's so good. a myriad of different fillings and yeah. like a glaze on top. Yep. Oh, I really want Kringle. Now. <laughs> I, know. I had one recently that was maple and brown sugar. Ooh, that's a good one. so good. That's a good one. So that's Kringle Talk with Kurt and Krista. <laughs> Kringle Corner. Kringle Corner with Kurt and Krista. <laughs> oh, but no, we wanted to get together to give you guys a special Christmas episode and a big disclaimer. I'm going to call it Christmas. You know, I know a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's what it is in my that's world. What it is. It's Christmas. You know, it was Christmas when I was a kid. It's always been Christmas to me. Whatever Ho- you celebrate, holidays, happy holidays to me are the. The, yeah. the, the period between Christmas and, and New, New Year's. Year's. Yep. That's the holidays. To me, this is Christmas. But hey, if you're Jewish or... Yeah, I don't care, you know, if you worship Tony Danza, <laughs> Tom Servo, or Terrence Trent Darby. That was weirdly specific. That <laughs> was very specific. Those were the T names. Whatever you my celebrate, head. we hope that you have a good time doing it. Exactly. We hope, exactly. I don't know. You enjoy this episode as our little gift to you. Yep. So we... It's not going to be a full-on episode. We don't really have a mystery or anything strange to talk about. We are going to talk about Krampus. Krampus? 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 Yeah. Who is pretty much... I saw him called the Anti-Claus, which I thought was cool. (laughs) Yeah. And we're just going to talk about some of our Christmas, our favorite Christmas things and least favorite Christmas things. So it's going to be more of a casual banter kind of episode so it's our christmas special if that's not your cup of nog then <laughs> you know go noggin somewhere else <laughs> go noggin <laughs> someone else's door <laughs> oh, so many puns i so know many puns. i know that's okay do we have any new members we do we have three new strangers and those are jesse gallmeyer who is the awesome dash's wife and she is just as awesome as he is welcome jesse we have kaylin grency and we have sergey kashazev didn't someone just request to join? Oh yes, and like, we have literally a very, two seconds. We ago. have a very last minute <laughs> person that joined, and that is Carly Morgendorfer, who just joined literally minutes ago. Awesome! So thank you guys so much for joining. Hope we pronounced all your names right. You know, I'm pretty sure it's, it's Sergey like, Kashazev. It's like horseshoes and hand grenades. Close is good enough. 
And I'm pretty sure that's a Russian name. Sounds pretty Russian. I've actually kind of been thinking about trying to learn Russian. Oh. Because I I really like Russia. I mean, Russian history, all that stuff. And I think it's kind of a really cool language. It is. Yeah. And then I keep hearing stuff about how learning, trying to learn another language is good for your Your brain. Your brain. And I'm not getting any younger, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just kind of thought about that the other day. Maybe There's I tried doing that. so many that. apps out there for learning. Oh, I, mean, I know. Just on your phone. I know. Duolingo is one that I had on my yeah. phone for yep. a while. I'm I trying to too. learn Italian. Italian would be mm-hmm. cool. Italian and Spanish. So we'll see. It'll probably go the way of all my other New Year's resolutions <laughs> where, you know, by January 5th. In, you're done. Yep. <laughs> oh, I gave you two weeks at <laughs> Thanks. least. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining the strangers. Um, do we have any housekeeping? I don't think so. Uh, one one piece that we do have is that uh, my brother, Corey, is currently going back through our old episodes and he's indexing stuff into an Excel file. He's going to have like how long the episodes were, who the shout outs were to, what we tried for the taste tests, some of his favorite funny lines from the episode. And we're going to incorporate that into the strangers page somehow so that if somebody wants to go look something up, they can. Okay, two things. Number one, that's awesome. Yes, that is. Number two, did Corey just become our new intern? I think he might be. A, he, I think he might have filled that intern position. Pretty that we've excited been, about that. <laughs> that that's really awesome, for. actually, because people will come to me and say, "Have you ever done an episode on this?" And I have a horrible memory, and yeah. I vaguely remember talking about it. And I'd love to be able to point. See, and I feel direction. like I remember because I do a lot of the you research. You do all the research, so I, I usually remember no what work. we've done. Yeah. Oh, sure. But then somebody asked me something about the Georgia Guidestones. And I was like, well, we did that. And I'm like, wait, we technically no, we didn't because didn't. that didn't get released we yet. We didn't release it no, yet. No, that's for an emergency snow yep. snow or sickness situation where we can't get together. Right. That was the night that we got locked out of the, <laughs> the studio Yeah, so here. we had to record in the room next door. And it's really echoey. So I don't know if I even like that episode that much. It was freezing in there yeah. too. It's freezing in here tonight too. I have a space heater though. So I'm pretty tall. I got, I'm wearing gloves for yeah. <laughs> Krista is all... We could turn the heat on in the building, but it feels really wasteful she, to heat the whole building. <laughs> she put her, if she put her hood up, she'd look like Kenny from <laughs> South Park. Just a little parka. And... Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they killed Kenny. <laughs> I am going to put my hood up now. So thank you, Corey, Ooh, so much for doing that. Yeah, thank you. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Um, uh, not something I would have ever thought to do. <laughs> no, he told me he was doing that. And I was like, holy crap, that's <laughs> Why cool. Why did we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> and also, like a day or two after you hear this episode, I'm going to have a poll up in the Strangers Closed Facebook group where people can vote on what they want the season premiere episode topic to be. Cool. So Are you going to give them choices or will they just... I'm, I'm going to probably throw down two or three just dumb okay. choices and then I'll let people fill in what they want to... <laughs> They're going to be dumb choices. <laughs> well, I don't... <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll let people put in whatever they want to put in. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. So now taste to test? our taste test. Yeah. We are taking one package from Melissa's box. Hopefully it's going to make up for the... Uh, <laughs> God awful. Oh, I hope so. Anything's got to be better than that. By the way, our titillating 20 was only eight minutes this week. I feel like we're on a roll here. Well, we'll... We'll, we'll waste this a usually... bunch of your time later. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. This this episode is just, like I said, a little filler. It's yeah. just it's just fun. So hopefully this is too, and not like the anchovy dillies that <laughs> we had to try. Agreed. That I still wake up in a cold sweat thinking about. <laughs> I think I'm still burping those up. <laughs> So from Melissa's package, we have wow something that's wrapped very tightly. 
I'm fairly sure it's glass. I don't know. I think it is. Ooh, it's got bubble wrap around it. Do you want to actually unveil it? Sure. Do I have to take my gloves off? <laughs> well, I'm afraid to drop it. Ooh, what is this? Anything it's that a- comes in bubble wrap. Ooh, what's this? Basil, basil seed drink with honey. <laughs> that just, it looks like... It looks like sewer so water. Ever, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like sewer water. Have you ever had those chia seed drinks? Yes. The... the it reminds me of that basil seeds. I didn't know they got gelatinous. Is it like, like floating? It's like seeds. floating yeah. in there. That's what those. It looks like those orbits like. drinks that they used to have in the eighties hmm. and nineties. I am pumped. Basil is not a, a spice you usually see in drinks. So it's, a, it's an herb. Same thing. <laughs> I can't open it. <laughs> you do have it's, such a problem it's opening. Sticky. Why is it sticky? <laughs> you do have here. I can't open All right. it. <laughs> I really struggle with containers. See? Oh, it is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, are we cracking that one open on the side of the table? <laughs> Should we go see if there's somebody else? Maybe there's somebody working out <laughs> working one of the out, other rooms right? that can open this for us. It's probably going to fizz all over my lap. I don't think it's carbonated. Oh, God. There you go. It didn't make a noise, so no. it can't be carbonated. Oh, my hand is killing me now. Oh, this is weird. The the little seeds floating in there look fuzzy. They're like, well, they're gelatinous. That's what a chia seed does, too. No, not like that. This looks like it has, like, like fuzz on it or something. It looks like gel. I am, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited. I love basil. It's one of my favorite herbs. Christmas isn't supposed to be about being scared drinking. No, it's just about drinking to excess. Ooh, it smells. I think it smells good. It's, I can smell the honey. It does smell like oh, yeah, honey. Yeah, it definitely smells like honey. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Just taking a sip? Just taking a sip okay. at first. I'm not going to Go chug it. Mm. Mm. That's actually really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally like the chia seed drinks. It's like a... You can either totally just drink it or you can kind of chew on the seeds. Oh, it's delicious. It's like a honey. It's a really mm-hmm. honey flavored. All right. This is way better than I expected. Yes. Mm. If you have a problem with like chunks of stuff in your drinks, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't like this. Mm-hmm. You don't have to chew them, but I kind of like to. It looks disgusting, but it's really good. It's delicious. The honey flavor is, I don't taste basil. No, I don't I taste, taste any basil. Mm-hmm. It's just the honey. I think these are chia seeds. It says basil seeds. These look like chia seeds. And the print is way too small for me to read. <laughs> so I can't even tell you what's in it. I really like this. Mm-hmm. I think it's delicious. Mm. I kind of want more. <laughs> that was really good. Want the rest of mine? You could, t- you could have it. No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. Thank you. Friends who share their weird chunky drinks are friends for life. That's right. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) I just made that rule up right now. Well, that was delicious. It's like the grossest looking drink. It is. It's literally the grossest looking drink I've ever seen in my life, but it's really good. It's very honey. I I love honey. I love love anything honey. Me too. I know a couple people who are beekeepers, and I keep hinting that I want honey, and I keep not getting honey. What's up with that? Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, that was good. That was a pleasant surprise. All right. Yum. We're off to a roll. We're off to a roll. We're on a roll, and we're off to a good start. I don't know. 
I have lowrider stuck in my head ever since <laughs> you and I talked about it. That's all right. <laughs> it's just playing in the background <laughs> in my head. So the main story for this episode is about Krampus. And I honestly didn't know. I knew very little about this before I started. Have you seen the re- movie? No. Okay. No, I, I knew very little about this before I started researching it. So we did an episode on Krampus on Paranormal Palaver. So I'm interested to see what you come up with information wise. I don't have it. There's not really a ton of information. I mean, no, there's it's not a lot a, of background stuff. A legend. But this is what I do have. And then after this, we have four or five Christmas questions we will answer about what we like and don't like about certain things. So here we go. Krampus. Everyone knows about St. Nicholas, who visits children early in December and leaves them gifts. What has gotten lost over time, at least here in the United States, is that St. Nick had a partner. That partner's name is Krampus. Where St. Nick would leave goodies out for the good children, Krampus would visit the naughty children, beat them with a bundle of birch sticks, whip them with (laughs) horsehair, and finally throw them into a sack or wicker basket to take them down to hell for a year or to take them to his lair to torture them or eat them. Well, he sounds delightful. Yeah, he does. The myth of Krampus originated in the Alpine regions, Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the Czech Republic. Sounds about right. Over the years, the legend has slowly spread out across Europe and around the world. In recent years, the legend has begun to be more widely known in the United States. Krampus is often portrayed as a long-horned, shaggy, goat-like monster with a long, angry face and a long, forked tongue. He is often shown carrying a basket or a sack, a bundle of birch sticks, a whip, chains, masks, a bell, or some combination of the above. He is <laughs> that's often a lot of that's a lot of stuff to be toting around. <laughs> right. You should, should get a knapsack. So or you something. have like a or a little case with wheels that he can just pull around. <laughs> he should. He is often shown as having one human like foot and one hoof like foot. Okay. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> so he has a limp. <laughs> yep. On Krampus night or Krampusnacht, the night of December 5th, German children took care to not attract the attention of the demonic creature in hopes that St. Nicholas would bring presents to them on Nickelstag or the Feast of St. Nicholas on December 6th. On Krampus night, legends say that the creature appeared on the streets, sometimes joined by St. Nicholas and sometimes alone, to visit the homes of children. Bad children would either be beaten and abducted or wake up to find a bundle of sticks left for them to show them that they had been marked as naughty. That's like Blair Witch. It's totally Blair Witch. <laughs> That's Blair Witch stuff. Historians are unsure as to the exact origins of the Krampus figure in folklore, but it is believed that like Santa Claus, Krampus predates Christianity, stemming from Norse and Alpine traditions and Germanic paganism. Like many legendary characters, including St. Nicholas himself, Krampus's image has evolved over time and throughout regions. According to National Geographic, Krampus is believed to be the son of Hel in Norse mythology. Hel is the daughter of Loki and overseer of the land of the dead. His name is believed to have been derived from the German word Krampen, meaning claw. He shares traits with other figures in Greek mythology, such as satyrs and fauns. During the 12th century, the Catholic Church attempted to banish Krampus celebrations because of his resemblance to the devil. More eradication attempts followed in 1934 at the hands of Austria's conservative Christian Social Party. But none of it held, and Krampus emerged as a much-feared and yet much-beloved holiday tradition. Europeans have been exchanging greeting cards featuring Krampus, called Krampus Karten, since the 1800s. 
I can't say that. I can't pronounce this word right for some reason. So Krista is going to have to step in and pronounce this word because this is one of those words that I cannot pronounce. So in 2004, Monte Beauchamp launched a series of books that helped familiarize Americans with Krampus via reprinted collections of turn of the century Krampus cards. Thank you. I love that you can pronounce the Russian guy's name. But, but I can't can... say familiarize, familiarize. I don't know why I cannot <laughs> oh, say that so word, funny. but that everybody's got like that one word they yep. can't pronounce. My husband has a really hard time with peculiar. I can say peculiar. I just cannot say familiarize. <laughs> There's like a Y sound in there that just can't make it out. I honestly familiar. did not know that until today that I could not say that word. <laughs> you weren't familiar, familiar with that word? Familiar. Anyway, so <laughs> sometimes featuring the words, quote, greetings from Krampus, the cards usually have humorous rhymes and poems. Krampus is often featured looming menacingly over frightened children. On some cards, Krampus has been depicted as having a fondness for spanking young ladies in a tradition called birching. Oh, so, <laughs> that is okay. That is the naughty side. That is the Fifty Shades of Krampus. <laughs> Over time, the representation of Krampus in the cards has changed. Older versions have a more frightening, monster-like Krampus, while modern versions have a cuter, more Cupid-like creature. Uh, so that's so it's totally like, changing Like the that. Bigfoot versus the cute little stuffed, fuzzy yes. Bigfoot? Okay. Yeah. So basically, they turned him into like a Cupid-like creature, mm-hmm. which is just not cool. Scary at all? No. It's just what kinda... kid's going to be scared into being behaved by that? Exactly. In Austria, northern Italy, and many other parts of Europe, on Krampus night, people dress up as devils, wild men, and witches to participate in Krampuslauf, or Krampus Run. Often drunk and bearing torches, bundles of sticks, and rattling chains, costumed partiers carouse through the streets, setting off fireworks, and taunting and terrifying children and adults alike. Have you seen pictures? I've watched videos of... It's terrifying. They like actually hit these people with sticks and, and the, they'll like chase you into restaurant. Like if you run into a coffee shop to get away, they chase you in there and smack you with the sticks. Oh my God. And the costumes they wear are really scary. <laughs> They're like creepy. They're really scary. Yeah. Like I, this was all new to me and I was watching those parades and, or the, the Krampus parades, runs yeah. and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. They take it's it like, serious. It's like Mardi Gras gone really, really dark. Demonic. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mardi Gras gone de- demonic. Here's a description of the Salzburg Krampus run from a tourist who was there. Quote, The narrow streets in the old city section of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as the Krampuses stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with sheer terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be chased by a determined Krampus. With so many easy targets, we again managed to escape largely unharmed. At times, we were chased, jostled, and struck, but compared with the brutality we witnessed, it was obvious that we had been spared the full brunt of what Krampus could muster. Jeez. So it, it I suppose gets, they're kind of anonymous, too, because they're wearing these costumes. You can't see their faces. Yeah. I mean, and I, was, uh, I just think everybody assumes if you're out there, you're, 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 gonna, you're prepared to yeah. get swatted. You're fair game. Yeah. Krampusnacht is increasingly being celebrated in other parts of Europe, such as Finland and France, as well as becoming popular in many American cities. Hmm. I haven't heard that. That's interesting. That's all I really have. That's all there really is about Krampus. So that's interesting. You didn't see the movie then, you said? No. So I've watched it twice. The first time, shortly after it came out on DVD, I think I rented it. Toni Collette is in it. Um, I really like her. She's in a lot of stuff. Wasn't she in... No, I'm thinking of somebody else. She's got reddish hair. Was she in Monk? I don't think she no, was in Monk. No, she's a movie okay. person. I don't think she's been on TV. <clears throat> um, and I didn't like it. 
Why? Because I thought it was too cheesy yeah. at the end. But then I watched it again and I was like, okay, if you go into it thinking this isn't going to be a horror movie, it's going to be sort of like Gremlins meets, you know, I guess a scary movie. There, There's just like, let's just say stuffed animals and things become animated and start attacking people. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think when I first thought, I was like, oh, it's not scary anymore. This is cheesy. But yeah. then I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be scary to be a good movie. And the second time around, I actually, I liked it a lot. So... I don't know. I thought the performances by the actors was really good. I would good. probably like that because I like some cheesy horror movies, like the Puppet Master movies with the little dolls. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see those? No. Oh. Where that one's got like a drill for a head. <laughs> I mean, they're cheesy, but they're actually, it's actually like really kind of cool movies. So I like cheesy horror movies. I don't like horror movies that try to be serious but are cheesy. Huh. I like it when they kind of know they're going to be yeah. cheesy. I don't think I, I didn't go into it knowing it was going to be cheesy because the previews made it just seem like it was going to be a really creepy movie. I should I should watch it. I came across it a lot when I was researching stuff about Krampus. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend it. It'll be watch on it sometime. at some point in the next few weeks probably just because it's Christmas themed. But I think that the Krampus thing is really, really fascinating. That Leave it to the Germans to come well, <laughs> up with something like that. Alienating this. our German audience. <laughs> right. But I think uh, I just All think it's cool that, that they have... Hey, you know, I'm part German, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm mostly German, <laughs> okay. actually. I just like that, like everything else, you know, there's like God and the devil. Mm-hmm. There's always good and bad. Yeah. You know, there's Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. So there, there's always a good and a bad and... It's just interesting to me that somehow the bad never made it over here while the good did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that You're now... very uh, selective yeah, about that. Yeah. So I like that, you know, you know, like we have the idea of being sent to hell as being sure. punishment for being bad for the kids. Krampus is their punishment for being bad. You know, so I just think it's a really interesting dichotomy. I think it's interesting that you are only going to hell for a year, though. I know, and then you come back. It's it's a strange twist on it, but um. Well, otherwise you get yeah. eaten or tortured. That's Have you seen a lot of the Krampus cards? No, I haven't. I would love I w- to. They're they're funny. Send they're, us one, please. I want a Krampus card. They're uh, oh, a real life Krampus card would be awesome. If anybody, yeah. If anybody comes across a real life Krampus postcard or greeting card, send please it send our it way. Send it to us. Yeah, but Kurt, I looked, we'll give I, out the PO box. I was I spent a good part of this morning looking at online galleries of Krampus mm. cards, and they're just like so. Just like opposite of like a Christmas card where <laughs> sure. those are like feel good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm, You know, fuzzy, like you look at yeah. one that has like this demon thing with a little girl over its knee and he's whipping it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just like the complete opposite of what you think. It doesn't really bring Christmas. visions of Christmas to my mind. Yeah, no. So it's just a really fascinating thing. And it is getting much more popular here in the States because I've heard it, you know, I've heard it talked about more, I want to say, mm-hmm. in the, like the last five years. Well, and what's kind of funny to think about is that how many little kids believe in Santa Claus? Yeah. How many little kids believe in Krampus? Yeah. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. I I feel like my parents wouldn't have done that to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you were naughty, you just didn't get any presents. That was Or a lump of coal. Yeah. It wasn't that you were going to be tortured and dragged off to hell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Yeah, that's that's a little different than a lump of coal. A little bit. But I just think it's a really fascinating legend. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed looking it up. But I'd be I, curious to know if any of our listeners from Germany or any of those areas, do you, yeah, does if your they family... Are, if they have Krampus runs there. Yeah. 
Is that something you grew up hearing about, believing in, celebrating? I wouldn't want to go to one. I would not want to. I'd like to watch it from a balcony above the street (laughs) where I can just watch. They're not going to swatch you with a stick. It's like the running of the bulls. I don't want to be in it, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. The running of the bulls I would do. Oh, hell no. Kurt, we talked about zombies. You think you're going to outrun a bunch of bulls? You only have to outrun them for a little bit. Every, all the good runners will keep going. I could just go off to the side uh-huh. by some little cafe. After you've been gorged? I'm not going to be gorged. Okay. Or is it gourd? It's, oh. Is it gourd? I think gourd. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably won't get gorged. I get gorged on pizza. <laughs> After the bull run. <laughs> After the bull run. <laughs> not before the, you don't want to do that before pizza. the bull run. I did say gorged. Didn't I? <laughs> oh, boy. But I would like really like to see one like Witness you said from, from afar, from afar. Mm-hmm. i don't want to be safe i don't want to be chased distance. by some demon thing and beat with a Do stick they attack each other maybe we could dress up as i don't Krampuses. think so but yeah like you said the pictures i've seen of them and like the videos are creepy where it's they terrifying. have you know a lot of them have the chains where it's like a manacle on their arm that looks like it was busted off mm. because that's kind of in the tradition okay that it's supposed to be like they were they busted out of hell or whatever to be here so a lot of them had that ch- chain and they would use that chain to like whip at people so unless you're wearing a helmet and some protective gear this does not sound like a safe spectator sport but it's the same but it's the same for people that go through the haunted houses at halloween time and get chased and touch you though no but it's kind of the same thing kind of a little bit (laughs) (laughs) except totally different whatever so that's krampus krampus super interesting yeah I could actually see that becoming a big thing here in the States too. Sure. Because I think people like... Like Festivus. Like the dark, the dark stuff. Oh, yeah. So I could see that totally becoming a people thing. People who are really into Halloween, they'd be all Totally all Krampus. about Krampus. Not me though. Is that weird? I just want Christmas to be Christmas. I do too. I mean, Christmas... It was never a tradition for me, so it's no. not something I'm going to start. And as a good segue into our Christmas Ooh, talk... Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> We're just going to answer a couple of questions about Christmassy things. And I would love for you guys to answer these questions on The Strangers, yes, too. Yes, because we kind of want to know what you guys think of this totally. stuff. Yeah. Question number one. You knew this was coming because t- this was the first one I think you brought up in the car. What are your favorite and least favorite Christmas songs? I'll go first if you want me to go yes, first. Because I had more time to think about this. I have hundreds this. of songs. <laughs> My, uh, I'm just going to start with least favorite Christmas song. And I hate saying this because I love the guy. He has written some of the best music of any generation. <gasps> Elvis? No. Oh, okay. I thought but you just Blue Christmas. Paul McCartney's Simply Having a Wonderful oh, Christmas yeah. Time is my least favorite Christmas song. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I was trying to think of why I hate it so much. It's super repetitive. It's super, super repetitive. Oh my God, yes. And it's got like this synthesizer mm-hmm. line in there that straight from the 80s baby that i just it just grates on me mm-hmm. and it sticks in your head and there's some songs that stick in your head that i love like That's uh, one of them. uh what are some examples like um well so this is christmas by john lennon that's a good one war yeah. is over yeah that's a good one. But and that'll Paul's, stick in your head too. But Paul, yeah, but there's a difference like the song a little respect by erasure gets stuck in my head a lot you know that song. I don't know. Erasure? A Little Respect. It's called Little Respect by the band Erasure. Mm. I'll play it for you when okay. we're done. But that's a song that gets stuck in people's heads, but that's a good song. Um, 
Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus gets stuck in my uh. head a lot, and I like that song. So uh, that means you're listening to it a lot. The song that the one song that has like a beat or a melody or whatever you want to call it that gets stuck in my head, but is the one song that if if I had to pick one song to constantly be playing in my head on a loop, it would be the song "Genius of Love" by Tom Tom Club. Okay. Do you know that one? I'm not sure. You'd have to play it for I'll me. I'll play that for you, too. You're going to sing it for me? No. God, no. <laughs> Maybe when the microphones are off. Yeah. But though, there's like a good sticking in your head, and then yeah. there's a there's the Paul simply McCartney. Having simply a one, having yeah, a it's wonderful not. Christmas time. And it, I just hate yeah. that because I love Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. I love oh, sure, the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. I love a lot of his solo stuff or stuff with wings. I mean, I love silly love songs, and that's a repetitive... But there's just something that grates on me about simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Okay, so what's your favorite? My favorite, I am, I'm actually splitting into two separate categories. Okay. There's the classic, the traditional. I thought about this, and I I had a I was torn between two of them. Okay. But I'm gonna pick Silent Night. I like Silent Night. And do you have a like someone who's saying it that you is your preferred version no no just almost any version i love the song silent night Mm -hmm. but it was up there tied with have yourself a merry little christmas because i really Mm -hmm. like that song Mm -hmm. i think i lean more towards like the sad slow songs for christmas okay but i'm gonna go with silent night because i do really like the song silent night okay to me that's christmas when i hear that song yeah it is 100 Uh, as far as like a more modern ish there was a like a a rock band in the eighties called or in the seventies called Angel. They were su- supposed to be like Kiss. Like came around, they came out around the same time as Kiss did. They were a band called Angel, and they had a song called the Winter Song. Hmm. That was like a seventies. It was kind of like synthesizer, but it was like a slow, a slower song. But that came out around Christmas time, so they released a version of it called the Christmas Song. Okay. Yeah, called the Christmas Song, and. That is probably my favorite Christmas song. Okay, I'll post it in the Leave strangers. Leave it to you that it's a song that it's I've some never like heard obscure, of. <laughs> obscure seventies oh, rock group so song, funny. but it's just really pretty and it has like a choir in it. I'll I'll post a link to it in the strangers group after I release this. Are you gonna listen episode? To it? No, I was gonna look up mine. Okay, <laughs> but no, I'll I'll post it in the group after. But that is probably my favorite Christmas song. I listen to that a lot around Christmas time. It's cheesy, it's 70s, but I really, really like it. Awesome. So what are yours? So, you know, it's funny. My, I was going to say I had a, I have several least favorite Christmas songs. I don't like anything modern. I am somebody who, give me Bing Crosby, give me Ella Fitzgerald, give me like um, uh, Chuck Berry doing Run Run Rudolph. I love that stuff. You don't like like modern country Christmas no. songs? or Kelly Clarkson. Or, yeah, Carrie. Carrie Underwood, Mariah Carey. I can handle the Mariah Carey just because I was a teenager when that came out and it was on all the time. So it kind of reminds me of Christmases when I was younger. Um, but honestly, it's anything by Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah. I can't handle that synthesized, yeah. <laughs> that's, weird. That's, that's very synthesized. I can't handle it. And it all, they're different songs and they all sound the same. I mean, I was going to say like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer that Paul McCartney song. <laughs> There's also one by, um, what's his face? What about like Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. No, I think it's Mannheim. It's both of those. Yeah. Anyone that it's just like really synthesized orchestra, I can't handle that. No. That To me, that's ruining a good Christmas song. And to come up with my favorite, there's so many. Yeah. 
So the Drifters version of White Christmas. I don't even know if I've ever heard amazing. that. Amazing. Yes, you have. I'll play it for you on the way home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. That's a classic. Very controversial right now, baby. It's cold outside. I you just, haven't heard the controversy over I've this? heard the controversy oh. over it. I just don't get it. Neither do I. Okay. Zoe Deschanel and um, Leon Redbone do the best version of it. It's from Elf, the but movie. But that's modern. That's more of a modern. But they do it in a very old Classic school way. way. Okay. Yes. Um, but if I... Ha- so this is a really weird answer, but Perry Como. Do you know who Perry Como yes. is? Okay. So I grew up listening to this album right here. Yeah. I have the record. I, I have it on vinyl. I think my grandparents used to have that. It's called the Perry Como Christmas album. Yes. I'll post a picture of it. I'm this- almost positive my grandparents had that because I think I remember seeing that in their den. Well, it's very, you know, it's Perry Como's yeah. face in the middle of a yeah. wreath. <laughs> but this was the soundtrack of my Christmases, yep. my entire childhood into like my high school and college yep. years. And that it like, it is so nostalgic for me. When we, every song on when there is When Corey my and I were kids, we used to go to our grandparents' house on uh, my dad's side. And, you know, they were an older couple, obviously, and they had their their house and then they had the den where they sat and watched tv that was always hot hotter than hell where they had all the heat on in there but that's where they'd always sit Mm -hmm. and when we go there at christmas time these are the albums that would constantly be playing coming from the den so i always think of them whenever i hear you know like these songs that you're mentioning perry Mm -hmm. como and all that stuff so yeah and um dean martin yep frank sinatra i love i love all of that i could totally get behind that yeah all right all right next question Question number two, what are your favorite and least favorite Christmas foods and Christmas drinks? Foods and drinks. Hmm. Least favorite? Um, another, we've talked about this, the cannibal sandwich. Yes, we did talk about that. So my husband's family Ooh. does that Ooh. at Christmas or yeah. just holidays in general. Yeah. I won't even touch it. It's raw meat with raw onions and bread. Disgusting. My friend Aaron keeps wanting me to have one. And I said, I don't like them. And he's like, did you have one already? And I said, yes. <laughs> there's the consistency, <laughs> like knowing that you're biting into raw. Bleh. And I like my meat medium rare, yeah. but that's a little bit too I don't rare. like it right out of the wrapper. <laughs> no. It no. needs to I mean, it's, I understand. I understand that it's like a higher grade cut of beef, but I don't care. I'm not going to eat it raw. Once meat is ground, though, it's all... I don't know. It's it's much less safe than eating like a solid piece yeah. of like a steak or something. But and the thing is, I have no problem eating sushi. I love sushi. I love sushi with the raw fish on the top. But it's to me, there's to a to me there's way, a though. difference between that and yeah beef. I agree. I don't know if it's a mind thing. Well, like sushi if I again is a solid cut of a piece of meat. It's not ground. Yeah, I think grinding meat. There's a lot of surface area that ends up getting mixed in there, and that's where bacteria hangs out is on surface. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm not going to do them. No. So no, I totally agree with that. Pickled herring. I don't know if you've ever I've had never that. tried it. I don't want to try it. That's always out on holiday tables. fishy stuff for our taste tests. I'm done with trying fishy things. Um. So I don't know. That's, I, my family's not really into serving gross food. So <laughs> my favorite holiday food, I am really into finger foods, like deviled eggs, meatballs, Polish sausage, yep. not kielbasa, but yep. fresh garlicky polish sausage it's almost like a bratwurst that's yes. very jim's family they very polish we always had polish sausage christmas morning um and cookies yes and christmas all the cookies. chocolate that i yep. make for all my peoples that i love yep. so i don't know i of course love a classic ham scalloped potatoes stuff like that drinks 
I'm not much of a drinker. I'm one of those freaks that actually likes eggnog. I think it's good. Kurt's shaking his head. Grasshoppers. I remember them always had my family at my grandma's always having grasshoppers, which is just ice cream with cream to mint. Yeah, and they would always make me like awesome. a really weak one when I was a kid. So that has happy memories for me. <laughs> and it's delicious. It's like minty ice cream. It's so good. Okay, what are your favorite and least favorite? Um, least favorite food. I was gonna say a cannibal sandwich because yeah. I won't. I won't do that. My favorite, f- and also I hate. Is it sponge candy? I love sponge candy. I, I cannot coated in chocolate. It's like that. It's like a styrofoam or like a yes. No, I, love I that can't stuff. do that. It's angel food. Angel food. Yeah, yeah it's just but it's no, hard. It's gross. I don't like that. Love it. Nope, I don't like that. I don't like the cannibal sandwiches. My favorite are probably. Christmas cookies, mm. especially my grandmother that passed away used to make cookies every Christmas. And Did you like sugar cookies? It was like the sugar cookies. It was yeah. like you know they had like the miss one that's like mistletoe and the one they had like the, the little cinnamon dots on there for like you know decorations. Mm-hmm. So I'm very nostalgic about those. Me too. Did she do spritz cookies? I think so. They're like very um, almond flavored. Yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think good. that's what those were. At, yeah. Or her Christmas cookies were the spritz they, cookies. They, they, you put it in like a this metal tube and you you put these little things on the bottom and they put out different shapes. They're usually like a I wreath. bet you that's what she'd made. Yeah, wreath like yeah. a flower. Yes, because I bet that's what they were because they were like almond flavored. Yeah. But I miss her cookies. I was very nostalgic about Aww. her cookies. Um, I think that's what Christmas is. It's what, what did you have during your yep. childhood because yep. it's all about those nostalgic memories. Yep. And... Least favorite Christmas drink, eggnog. Eggnog? <laughs> and you would think that I would like eggnog, and I should by all rights, but I just don't. Hmm. I don't know what it is. I just... Is it the idea of the eggs? No. No, no. because I love eggs. Yeah. Like, a lot of times I'll make scrambled eggs in the microwave that aren't even fully cooked, and I'm like, whatever, chug them down. Uh. <laughs> so I have no problem, obviously, with okay. that. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. I don't like the taste. I don't know. Oh, it's a love or hate thing. It's yeah. like cilantro. I just, oh, yeah, it is because cilantro <laughs> is just nasty. And cilantro. I don't like eggnog. And my favorite Christmas drink, every Christmas Eve, I go by my friend Aaron's family's house and they make a brandy slush Ooh. that I absolutely love. Okay. All year long, I badger them for it. I want it. But then I got to be careful not to have too many of them. Sure. Because those sneak up and hit you. So what is in a brandy slush? I don't know, but it's good. Okay. And it gets you tipsy. I might have to Google that. Yes. But I don't, I just, I should ask them what they put in there, but I kind of don't want to know because that's kind of like my Christmas thing is all Aww. year long I'm waiting to get this slush. It's a Christmas mystery. You know, and I just want to bring it home in a thermos and ah, get I love slushy. It. Yep. Get slushy. <laughs> so that's my favorite Christmas drink. All right. Question number three favorite Christmas movie. This is hard because I have like a top five. But it's White Christmas. I've never seen White Christmas. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> never seen it. Oh, my God. Well, Krista's, ha- she's, I almost she's, passed out a little. She's in her zen pose right now. I've already watched it, and I will probably watch it again. Seriously? It is so good. Again, Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney. I mean, it's such a good movie. That's your favorite? It's like three hours long if you catch it on like a regular channel with commercials, but yeah. worth every minute. What are your other favorites? I have been watching that since I was a kid. Um, Home Alone, A Christmas Story, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We've discussed, we talked about that before, <laughs> before recording the podcast. Elf, of course. I've never seen Elf. <gasps> I, I'm not a oh, Will Ferrell so, fan. Oh, it I'm, doesn't matter. He, he, you have to watch it. It's so good. We'll it is such a feel good movie. He, he 
plays su- innocence with such like believability. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> believable. He's just so believable in that role. Yeah. He is just so innocent and happy and you have to watch it. It's right up your alley. I'll maybe watch it before Christmas next year. So yeah, what did I say? White Christmas, Elf, A Home Christmas Alone, Story. A Christmas Story. I feel like A Christmas Story is kind of overrated. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, I don't think so. No. But that's just me. And if I had to pick another one, Holiday Inn, which is I've another Bing Crosby either. movie. Fred Astaire. Never seen that. You need to give me a list of stuff to watch. Apparently. Maybe for next year's Christmas. Then you can do a review. Then I can do a review on the okay. movies. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie, there is a lot of debate about right now about whether or not it is a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Is Wait. it a Christmas story? No. Oh, okay. There's, it's been on the news I've lately. A, it's showing up all the time it. on Facebook, like in the Facebook thing saying, you know, is, is this a, a Christmas, Christmas movie? movie? Is it not a Christmas movie? Okay. And that's Die Hard. Oh, I've heard this conversation yeah, I before. I love Die it Hard. It takes place I'm at not, Christmas, right? Yeah. And I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a, I'm action not really movie? an action movie guy, but Die Bruce Hard Willis. is just a perfect action movie. Huh. I love Die Hard, and to I'm me, I'm sure I've seen it, but it was so long ago. I probably me, need that's to watch it again. Like my Christmas movie, okay. I, it's it's dumb. You're not the first person I've heard say that. No, it's it's dumb, but it to me that's my Christmas movie because I always associate that movie with Christmas. But if I had to pick others, two of yours would totally be on my list, and that's Home Alone because I love Home Alone and. Uh, National Lampoon, too. National Lampoon's yes. Christmas Vacation is a classic. So oh, man. you have to love that movie. But I would also add on that list, and I might even be remembering this wrong, but wasn't Love actually yes, a, Christmas-ish, a, a Christmas-ish movie? I don't know that I've ever seen it, but I've seen it show up on a lot of lists of yeah. Christmas movies. Okay, so then that one too. Those are on my list. I don't. I didn't do least favorites for these because. Yeah. You know. I can't even think of any. No. Probably some of those Hallmark ones that you watch. <gasps> All of them are awesome. <laughs> now we've got Up that. TV and Lifetime too. It is just like a extravaganza of <laughs> mediocre Christmas movies. <laughs> Question number four, your favorite Christmas memory. Oh boy. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is my favorite uncle, Uncle Den, lives in Idaho. He's lived there my whole life. Um, and one Christmas, he comes home every Christmas. I think there was maybe a couple in my entire life and I'm in my forties that he didn't come home. And I remember he called my mom. So I grew up in a very small town village actually. And my grandparents, so my mom and her siblings, my uncle Dennis, her brother, they grew up in a house that was like just up the road and around the corner, walking distance, couple minutes. Um, and he would always stay at their house for Christmas when he came. He'd stay up in the attic. And um, he called, Uncle Den called and said that um, he had just gotten to the airport and he was waiting for something or other. And uh, he said, oh, hold on a second. I have to, hold on a second. I got to put you down. And a couple minutes later, there was a knock at the door and it was my uncle. Oh. So he, he surprised us. Yeah. by he, Or maybe he even called and said that, his flight was delayed and he hadn't left or something like that yet. And then said, Oh, just hold on a second. Someone's at the door or something like that. And then <coughs> literally ran down the street and knocked on the door. And that's there awesome. Was there. So yeah, it was, that it was is awesome. an awesome surprise. Cool. I actually had a hard time thinking of one for this, but it sounds dumb, but it goes back to when I was a really little kid. I'm guessing I was four or five because 
Corey was born four years after me, so and he was a baby. Okay. But I remember it was Christmas. I want to say it was Christmas Eve. We went to the family's houses, and we ended up going to my aunt's house. And I still have this memory to this day that we're it, you know, in getting into the car in her driveway to go home. And I'm sitting in the back seat, and I'm literally buried with toys. I got so many toys that I'm literally oh, buried funny. in toys. And Corey is next to me in his baby seat on the seat because he had to be one or one year old, if yeah. that. And I remember the frost on the windows and snow falling, and it was just such a peaceful, content <sighs> time. And that probably is my favorite Christmas memory. I know that sounds dumb. No, it's not dumb at but all. But I just, I mean, to, to this day, I remember that moment. I have a lot of memories like that. Just, and we would drive to my grandparents' house, even though it was just up the road, because we were always carrying food and presents. Yeah. But I remember so many walk, walking out to the car, I can hear the snow crunching under our feet. Yep. Like, yep. I remember how we lived out in the country and how quiet and cold it was. And I have so many memories of that from yep. Christmases. Yes. Those are the things that stick with you. Yep. And finally, question five, favorite Christmas present. Oh, famous. Oh, okay. This is funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who came up with this one on the yeah. way here and I don't remember. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird because I, I, I mean, I've gotten surprised with a lot of great things over the years, but my husband and I have this thing where we each buy each other usually one big gift every year. We know what the big gift is because is it's something we've wanted for a while. Like he's getting this nice table saw and he's going to build a mantle for my fireplace for me. So those are our big gifts right there is he gets the table saw, I get the mantle. But then we'll buy each other like five or six small gifts. And we cannot wait for Christmas. I've already made him open two of his gifts. And he's already made me open two of mine because we are so excited to give each other presents that we can't wait for Christmas to yeah. do it. Yep. So we decided next year we're doing 12 days of Christmas so we can open presents wow. <laughs> all the way up <laughs> nice. to Christmas. Nice. But he gave me a present yesterday. And it was, I'm a huge fan of Gilmore Girls. We've talked about this. I would watch it every day if I could. And Luke's Diner is a place on the show. Luke is a character on the show. And he got me a coffee mug that says Luke's Diner. And I was like, this is the greatest present I've gotten in so long because he knows how much I love it. He's paying attention. Yeah, it was like, oh my God. Paying attention is the big, is a a key thing. I have something that says like a Gilmore Girls thing on it. That's (laughs) That's so exciting. It's just a coffee mug, but it was so meaningful because he's paying attention. Exactly. That's awesome. And he's a really good gift giver. Like he listens to things I say throughout the year and like takes notes. I'm a horrible gift giver. My he's really hard to shop for. Yeah. He's that guy who doesn't really want anything, so I just have to decide what he wants. That's because he has you. What else could he need? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that I mean, that's the most. I just got it yesterday, so it's fresh in my mind. But I mean, yeah, I, you know, I'm sure I've gotten so many gifts that I could bring. That's up, the thing is, I I have a hard things. time narrowing anything down. Yeah, you know, there've been a lot of good ones. One good one that I got was when I was dating Natalie, my ex girlfriend. She got me a video game that I wanted, but rather than just give it to me, she, her and I are the ones that got into geocaching. Okay. Yeah. So she actually went out and put geocaches <gasps> around town. It was like a little scavenger hunt. It was like hunt. a little scavenger hunt, and it finally led back to the closet in my bedroom where the game was. <laughs> oh, so so that was so cool. I, mean, I love, I love that. that she did that. She gave you an experience. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, it's hard to pick just one thing because everything that somebody gives me is very important to me. Yeah. You know, more than people know. Like, if somebody gives me something, that means a ton to me. But again, going back to my favorite gift was when I was a kid, 
my first bike, my first actual big boy bike. Like two wheel. And yeah. I remember it was a, like you said, two wheel bike. It had like a yellow pretend fuel tank and I think it had yellow handlebars. Nice. And it had a f- face plate on the front that had like a mustached guy and it just said ombre. So the bike was called Ombre. <laughs> oh, nice. So, and I have a picture of that at home somewhere. And that's that's probably my favorite gift because that's when I was, you know, a big boy and had my first bike. That's nice. Yeah. It's funny. I don't remember specific presents or toys when I was a kid, but I remember so many experiences. Yeah. So many memories yep. of sitting around the dinner table with my family and playing music. My family is extremely musical. So yep. Christmas Eve for us was... After presents were open, after dinner, out came the guitars and we would sit and sing all night. Yeah. Like that's that's Christmas to me. See, and that's me too, but I don't like Christmas anymore. I mean, you know that. I'm not a Christmassy yeah. person. I don't put anything up in my apartment. Oh. I don't have a tree. I don't do anything. And I think I kind of don't like Christmas because it's not like it used to be. Right. Like I'm a super nostalgic person. Me too, me too. Like I live entirely in the past. Yeah. And I think Christmas now just reminds me of how different it is from when, sure. when I was younger. So I think I'm just not a Christmassy person, mm-hmm. but I just treasure those moments from mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I think I like to put up the tree because I, I even have ornaments on my tree. They're yeah. wooden antique ornaments from yep. when I was a kid. And I should have a tree because, uh, you know, my, after my mom had her surgery for cancer and stuff, she spent a lot of time making ornaments. Oh, so I really? have tons and tons of her you ornaments. You totally put that up. I know, I know. I know it sucks and it, it hurts at the same time, but yeah. at the, you kind of get to relive those memories too. And I think that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm never going to have those Christmases back. I don't have kids, so I can't live it through their eyes either. That's the thing is that I understand like through my niece and nephew or through friends' sure. kids how... Yeah different it becomes and how important it becomes in that situation but like you said you and i don't have kids right you know i can give my cat a catnip toy but that's not (laughs) not exactly the same i i think for me it's about how can i incorporate some of the things i'm really nostalgic about like those old ornaments and making candy with my mom we've been doing that since i was a little kid and she gave me some today so thank you yes i did um, but also making new traditions and new memories yeah. so that you're not always missing the old stuff and may- feeling sad about the stuff yeah. that you're not doing anymore. That's, that's one of my resolutions for next year is to, I have to live more in the present and I have to appreciate more of where I am now yeah. rather than being sad because things aren't the way they used to be. Yeah. So maybe next year my I'll try to put up a tree, at even least the, a, little one, a little one, and hang some of my mom's ornaments on there. A little one would probably be appropriate because you have a cat. Oh yeah, she'd probably cats love cats love trees. Lucy's gonna... already destroyed like <laughs> so many ornaments, and she's a dog. So so yeah, Christmas is weird for me. It's both a happy time and like a sad time. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like it's that way for everybody, though. Yeah, I don't know anybody who doesn't get a little bit sad at some point during Christmas because yeah. we all are sort of missing our childhood yep. at that point. So yep. Well, this got real serious. <laughs> we didn't mean for this to get so sad. Wow. <laughs> Break up the tissues. <laughs> But I love seeing Christmas through other people's eyes, like what other people, what Christmas means to other people. Yeah. You know. I would love for our strangers to share that with us. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about Christmas, what your traditions are, what your favorite Christmas movies are, your least favorite, what Mm -hmm. stuff you like to eat. Do you even celebrate Christmas? Like, I'm curious to know what you celebrate if you don't. Yeah. I have a friend who's not at all into religion and they celebrate solstice. But I don't think you need to be into religion to celebrate Christmas. Oh, I'm not at all. No. Christmas you know, is not a God thing for me. It's a no. tradition. I mean, I understand for some people it's a God thing, but sure, for sure, me, sure. it's more of Christ a, is it's in more the word. of a, 
it's huh. traditions and just getting together with family. Yeah, it's more of a being happy mm-hmm. for what you have. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. And we didn't even talk about like the Christmas peanut special. Oh. Like I love that. I haven't I, even I, seen it on though and I tried to find it to DVR and I can't find it. You know what? Another, I didn't even mention it during the songs, but the Christmas time is here from the Peanuts. Yeah. That's one of my favorite yes. Christmas songs too. That's a very melancholy, yes, like nostalgic song. I mean, Christmas when I was a kid, <laughs> Rudolph, it was Rudolph, yes. Red Nose Reindeer, Frosty. Yeah. You know, the CBS specials, oh, all that stuff. we didn't even talk about any of that stuff. No, we didn't. What is wrong with us? Well, at least we caught it at the end here. And there was a Yeti in Rudolph. Yes. Which is one step away from a Bigfoot. That's so. true. That's true. We didn't talk about that. I haven't seen that in years. No. I think I think I maybe caught a little bit of it last year. I didn't even know and what the it was thing on is, this I, year. Like you, we talked about this at Halloween. I love It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, but mm-hmm. I can't watch it on TV because they cut so much out now for commercials. Sure. And it's not the same. I mean... It's way more boring than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it's the same way with the Rudolph and stuff too. You watch and you're like, wow, okay. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like, that's the coolest it's thing so ever. so amazing. Yeah. And now you're like, okay. I'm that's just like, watching it for the nostalgic factor at this point. I guess it's like in the mornings when I'm getting ready for work, there's nothing on that early. So I end up watching the A-Team that's on some <gasps> channel. And I'm like, this was, so cool, when I, this was so cool when I was a kid. But yeah. this just sucks. This yeah. is not good. Yep. So there's a lot to be said for seeing things through the eyes of a child. Mm-hmm. But I need to really watch the Rudolph and Frosty specials because I have not seen those, I bet, in 20 years. I, I tell you, have one of those brandy slushes <laughs> a couple and of then them. watch it and yeah. it will be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. I like the way you think. Yep. So let us know what you guys think. Christmas, anything. Just let us know how how you celebrate. And that's about it. So those are our questions. We're not even doing our... Yeah, we're not even going to do a okay, listener... So yeah, we're going we're gonna to hold off on a listener question. We'll start those again in the next season. Mm-hmm. Give you guys a couple weeks or a month or two probably a month to <laughs> ask some more do you want to give out the p.o box the, so that we can get those krampus cards yes please send us <laughs> some krampus cards the p.o box is the strange sessions p.o box 434 manitowoc wisconsin 54221-0434 sweet so as always we're on instagram twitter Facebook, clearly, because we talk about it all the time. We need to make a New Year's resolution to be more active in those things, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll try. Facebook, I feel like we're doing great. Facebook is Our great. Our strangers take care of all yeah. that for us. Yeah. Um, Instagram, I only post when we're releasing an episode, which I should probably post more. But We should be more active on Twitter. I yeah. Mean, we, we'll... I copy to Twitter every time I post to Instagram, at least. I'm but... still salty that some girl had the strange <laughs> yeah. session, so I couldn't use that. So offended we'll by have that. To, <laughs> we'll have to figure something <laughs> out. And we were thinking about you and just wanted to give you this to listen to. We know it was kind of a lighter episode until the end when it got really sad about Christmas for some reason. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully it'll happen. Yeah. Well, we talk about how we're giving you a gift, but I hope that our listeners know how much of a gift they are to us. Yeah, we love you guys. We are I mean, so thankful for our yeah. listeners and for the and strangers and for the show. We are not kidding when we say that we originally thought it was going to be Krista and I talking to like four or five of our friends doing 100%. this. And we're, we're amazed and delighted Blown and away. frightened by yeah. how many people listen to this. <laughs> it, yeah, it's So crazy. we truly do love you guys. So thank you so much for being a part of this. It means the world to us. Yeah. And on that note... Have yourselves a merry little Christmas. Have yourselves a merry little Christmas. 
Merry Christmas from Krista and I. And until next time, stay, stay strange. strange. This has been an Old School Media production, executive produced by Kirk Konechny. For more information and content, please visit strangesessions.com.